0: Good day everyone, this is Pastor Tom of New Life Santa Rosa I would like to let you know that we are so blessed that you take some time to listen to the series of teaching of the Word of God, we pray that this will bless you and that this will make a difference in your life Talking about favor, everybody say favor Now, napagkit natin that the word favor can be used interchangeably with the word grace, with the word blessing So if you're talking about I mean, bakit hindi naman, bakit hindi naman binabanggit ni Paso ang blessing? Bakit hindi naman, well, when we talk about favor, it talks about, I mean, it is used interchangeably all throughout the scripture. It is used interchangeably as grace, blessing, and in fact, there are many others that it can be talked about interchangeably. Now, last Sunday, binanggit ko, we're going to be talking about what does the favor of God demands from us. Now, I want you to understand, Whatever favor is demanding from us, is not so we can get it. Because, to be real honest, each and every one of us are already the favor of the Lord. hindi mo but I would like to say, you're already the favor of the Lord. The moment the person got saved, that's the moment where the favor of God came into his life. So when we say demand, we're not talking about trying to get it. We're not talking about getting something that God has already given you. That's why when I learned, when I learned so much, I don't, I, don't, I don't know everything yet concerning favor, grace, and blessings. But when I learned so much about the grace of God, that was the, the moment that I stopped asking God from giving me something. Because I already realized He already had given me everything. It made a difference, a great difference in my life. Because if you can change your thinking, you can actually change your life. If you change the way you think, you will change the way you live your life. If it was the grace of God that made me rich, why would I even ask God to make me rich still? Bakit ko pa kailangan hilingin sa Panginoon na pagyamanin pa niya ako? Samantalang ang sabi ng Biblia na dahil sa biyaya ng Panginoon, kay Kristo Jesus tayo ay kanyang pinagyaman. So if you believe na nasa sayo na ang biyaya ng Panginoon at ikaw ay pinagyaman, Why? Why should you still ask God to make you rich? Wala nang silbi, wala nang gamit. I mean, you may sound good in your prayers, but not everything that sounds good is God's. Hindi lamang dahil magandang pakinggan ay sa Diyos. Hindi dahil Naninindig ang balahibo mo ay sa Diyos dahil kahit pati ang demonyo ay pwedeng padidigin ang mga balahibo mo. I mean, some of us when we come when we come into the presence of God for the first time, I can guarantee you, I mean, you'll have some goosebumps. But how many of you know it will be the same thing when you enter into the presence of the devil? Magkakaroon ka rin ng goosebumps. So why should we keep asking God to give us something that He already has given us? Well, I guess the reason why we are still asking God is because I mean, of course, Tito's a church, you probably know that you already have it. But if there's any reason you're still asking God for some power, for some grace, or for some blessing, it could be because you want that that grace that you already have will take you to another level. Because how many of you know, in our walk with God, there are levels, there are dimensions, there are degrees. The Word of God tells us that He wanted us to be transformed from glory to glory. Not that we are trying to get the glory because we already have the glory. But because the will of God tells us that you need to go to the next. And you know what? There is something that we must do. There is something that is required of us. There is something that is demanded from us in order for us to go to the next level. And that's why it's so sad many Christians would only be satisfied with in the same level. How many of you know you are not supposed to die where you were born? Yung paniniwala ng karamihan dito sa Pilipinas na kung saan kay pinanganak doon ka na mamamatay, I mean, hindi po ito totoo. No one had ever died where they were born. Walang kahit sino mang taong namamatay kung saan sila pinanganak. I mean, ipalagay natin, ipinanganak ka na hubutubad. Nung ikaw ay mamatay, oh, hindi ikaw, nung somebody namatay matay, hindi ko dahil nandiyan ka pa, nandiyan ka pa sarapan ko. Nung mayroong namatay, mo As a matter of fact, you will, ipapasuot mo sa yung pinaka-the best So no one would ever die kung saan sila nag. It's a religious thinking that stop us from going to the next level. I mean, in the favor of the Lord, He wants us to go to the next level of the favor. There is There is grace upon grace, favor upon favor, blessing upon blessing. We go from faith to faith. We go from righteousness to righteousness. We go from victory to victory. We go, I mean, you are not supposed to be stuck. But Pastor Tom, you have to understand, we are in the middle of a pandemic. We are in the middle of a crisis. It does not matter. Last Sunday, we said living our life in the favor of God in the midst of disorder and chaos, which is possible. Napakalaki ang posibilidad na kahit kung nasa kalagitnaan ka ng crisis, you still can walk in the favor of the Lord. But if there's any reason why we don't go from it, we don't go from the level we're at, is because we are not willing to pay the price because we think it's unmerited. Well, it was unmerited when it was given you. It unmerited. The grace of God that was given us was unmerited. None of us deserved it. None of us had worked for it. But in order for you to go to the next level, which is the next level is far greater than the current level where you're at. Mas maganda, mas masaya, mas malaki ang susunod na antas ng biyaya ng pinuno kay sa kung nasaan ka nandoon na gusto kong gamitin yung kwento patungkol kay kay Isaac which is i know ito ay magandang example on how you can go from favor to favor from grace to grace from blessing to blessing He was in the midst of crisis. There was a famine in the land. It was not the first one. It was a famine actually next to the famine that his father, Abraham, had suffered. So if you say, I cannot prosper, I cannot go to the next level because I'm in the midst of crisis. There there are disorders and chaos in the world. I mean, go go to the book of Genesis. So because of famine, Isaac thought of going to another place. But the Lord stopped him and said, No! You are not going anywhere. You have to stay here. But of course, by staying there, that doesn't mean he just have to wait until everything humupa. Because the Lord had actually given him instruction. And so in the midst of famine... He did something that was contrary to what everybody else has done. Listen to me. That's why I don't believe. Now I don't believe that we, have, we need to have the numbers in order for a candidate to win, in order for God to move. I don't believe we need to have a number. Well, in as far as politics is concerned, of course they need to have a number. But in as far as God moving, I don't believe that God needs a number because in his moving since the very beginning up to this very time, he will always only find a few. And with the few, he will move mightily. The the Azusa Street revival that happened in 1900s, I think to be exact, 1904, 1905, that had spread all over the world and has impacted the whole world, it all started with just a number of few. A handful of people who were actually despised have not been given the right to speak in front of a crowd because of their color. And yet, a great one of the greatest moves of God in the world is recorded sa pamagitan ng mga taong yun. Only a few of them. Well, hindi na kailangan pang lumayo. I mean, we can go back to the day of Pentecost. There were only about 120 of them. Well, before they were able to gather 120, there were multitudes that were following Jesus. 10,000, 15,000, 20,000 people. I mean, numbers were there. But we don't find the greatest move of God during those days. If there was a move of God, I mean, the move of God was very sporadic. You don't see it everywhere. In fact, Jesus went into Capernaum and he could not do many mighty works except healing somebody from fever or from flu. But when the day of Pentecost happened, there were only about 120 of them. And with the 120, the Bible says, the book of us says, that through these people, the whole world was turned upside down. I mean, let me tell you, the Lord doesn't need many. But with the few, I will be one of those. Hindi po kailangan ng Panginoon ng numero. Kailangan ng Panginoon ng ilan lamang ng mga puso ay buo at sulido. Na kahit sa liit lang ng numero ay hindi ka you don't look at yourself as inferior. You don't, you don't look at yourself as insignificant because kung babatayan natin ang ating kinuha na ibig sabihin ng favor, I might have to remind you again what we have talked about concerning favor. We said, favor means exceptional kindness and privilege. How many of you know that there are not that many privileged people in the world? Hindi po dami dami ang mga mga taong privilege. Hindi po marami mga tao naging anak ng ayala. Hindi po mga tao naging anak ng Bilyar. Hindi po mga tao naging anak kalahi ng mga mayayaman. There are lots of people in the world that are not privileged. But to tell you, I don't really care if I'm not part of their family as long as I know that I'm part of the family of God, I consider myself to be the most privileged human being on the face of the earth. Listen to me, church. You need to begin to look at yourself that way. Well, Pastor Tom, if I look myself that way, mayroon ako masasakasan. No! mo masasagasan. That's, that's just how you believe concerning you. That's how you believe what the Lord has done for you. Ano masasakasan? Kung mayroon ka man dapat masagasan, ito walang iba kundi ang Jablo. Because the devil had made you believe you are nothing. Pinaniwala ka ng Jablo na wala kang kwenta. Wala kang mararating. Walang mangyayari sa buhay mo. That's what the devil made you believe. But it's changing because you are now Believing that God has made you to be who you are and you are not anybody, some, you're not anybody according to what other people think who you are. I mean, I'm so blessed to be privileged. I'm so blessed to be able to experience the exceptional kindness. Of, I mean, I just, why would God be so kind to me when I was born a sinner? And I lived my life in sin until I was sixteen. ng ng kanyang kabutihan? I don't deserve it. Hindi ako I don't deserve his kindness. I don't deserve his privilege. And yet, God, through his son, has given me the favor, all the favor that I need. Do I still have to look at myself as underprivileged? Do I still have to look at myself as minority? Do I still have to look at myself as ano, di ba mayroong tawag sa mga party list? Mayroong tawag yung mga What did you say, brother? Yung may tawag, may tawag, kaya sila bumuo ng party list dahil sila yung napapabayaan, sila yung Mayroong words lang ginagamit dyan. Listen to me. Wala kang, wala kang party list na dapat salihan because hindi ka kailanman pinabayaan ng Panginoon. Yeah, marginalized. Marginalized. Yeah, marginalized. I am not marginalized. I am not the majority. I am privileged. I am highly favored by God Almighty. I don't need any favor from men. Well, although I know, if I have favor with God, even the tao na ayo magka-favor sa akin, even gusto nila sabihin na no, they will say yes. ayo nila sa akin, but they will say yes. Because if I have favor with God, I will surely have favor with men. Not not because I've looked for. Hindi dahil hinanap ko ito na magkaroon ako ng favor sa tao. I'm satisfied with the favor of God. And so God begins to work for some favor para sa mga tao for my behalf. Divine favor is being singled out by God for special treatment. Being singled out. Out of so many people, God has singled you out and tells you, you're blessed. You're favored. You're significant. You're very important to me. And we also said that God's favor will make you superior to your circumstance. How many of you know, you should never allow your circumstance to determine your identity? Hindi mo kailangan payagan na ang mga circumstances mo ang siyang nagdidikta kung sino ka. You are superior to your circumstances. O, Patso, Tom, ipinanganak ako na mahirap. So, okay lang sa akin na maging mahirap. Well, the favor of the Lord tells you, it's not okay. Dahil hinangon ka ng Panginoon magmula sa kahirapan at pinagpala ka niya ng lubusan. We also said that God's favor means, hindi ko ito na-highlight masyado, but this is good. Favor means you are treated better than other people. Now it is so sad. And you are surrounded by many unbelievers in, the, in your workplace or even where you live. Lahat ng kapitbahay mo ay puro mga unbelievers and yet ikaw pa ang una ikaw pa ang number 1 na inggitero at inggitera. Kinaiingitan mo ang kanyang bahay, kinaiingitan mo ang kanilang mga <laughs> ang kanilang mga tanim. Dalen pa paki-liquiran kanang mga plantita. Kinainggitan mo ang mga sasakyan, kinainggitan mo ang kanilang mga anak, imbis na ang nangyayari ay ang kabalik tarahan, silang Sila ang dapat na nainggit sa iyo. You know why? Because you have the favor of the Lord. Which means you are treated better than other people. Ang kapitbahay mong dapat nainggit sa iyo, hindi ikaw. At pag, mo, at pag narinig mo na sila nainggit, puntahan mo sabihin mo, you are next actually. But then you have to do what I did many years ago. Kailangan mong gawin ang ginawa ko many years ago. I, I invited Jesus to come into my heart. Would you like to do the same thing? They probably would not refuse to do that. Tayong dapat na kinainggitan. Because isa sa kahulugan ng blessed, to be blessed means to be envied. Pumili ka. Anong gusto mo? Ikaw ang nainggit or ikaw ang kinainggitan? ay paso, Tom. gusto ko wala sa dalawa. Well, what do you mean? D- do you want to live a neutral life? Do you want to live in the middle, sa gitna ng bakbakan ng mabuti at masama eh, gusto lamang pumagitna. How many of you know that there's no such thing as neutral life? You cannot live your life in the, the militarized zone. You are either part of the, of the side that is winning all the time or you are part of the ones on the side that is struggling in life? I mean, why should you even struggle when Jesus had struggled for you so that through Him you can find relief and live a life that is growing, increasing, multiplying? If you are if you're happy today, you will be more happier in the future. Favor means you are treated better than other people. And therefore, you have an advantage over them. Not that you pray that you will be blessed more blessed than them. You don't pray that way. Because if you pray that you will be more blessed than others, you don't understand the reason why God wants you to be blessed. Hindi mo na intindihan. Because... I mean, from the scripture tells us the reason why God wants to bless Abraham. You know you know the reason why God wants to bless Abraham the same way He wants to bless you? Wala pong hidden agenda dito. Wala pong ulterior motive dito. The reason why God wants to bless Abraham is so that Abraham will become a blessing. So, why should you pray that God will bless you more than anybody else when the reason why God wants to bless you is so that you can become a blessing? Twink! Hindi ko na isip yung paso Akala ko ko lang gusto ni Lord that's because you're too selfish. How many of you know you can be blessed and still be selfish? I mean selfish. I've been eating lots of it. I mean that's too selfish. Because the very reason why God wants to bless any human being alive on the earth today is because He wanted them to become a blessing. Yes, God wants to treat you more special than anybody else. But the reason why is because God wants you to become a blessing to others. Hey, Apostle Tom, what about if they don't like it? That's their problem, not yours. Apostle Tom, what about if they don't like them being blessed through me? They, want, they would like to be blessed somebody, through somebody else. I mean, it's their business, not yours. But that, it, that should never stop you from being a blessing. I mean, there are lots of people that hurt me so much. But just because these people that hurt me, that does not stop me from thinking and believing that I'm going to be a blessing to you. There are people who want me dead. Do I need to stop being blessed because they want me dead? No! I still want God to bless me because I want, I'm, I believe that that is the way God wants to bless others through me. O patos-pasotong ganong katinding buhay mo? I mean, hindi alat ano. Minsan, nasa nagdadala kasi yan Minsan Minsan, nasa nagdadala yan. I mean, mayroon ka ng death threat, meron na nag-text sa iyo na mag-iingat ka dahil, dahil, Baka ikaw susunod. Paso banta katulad ganyan sayo. Huh? I mean, you live in a real world. You live in a world that is too evil. But that should not stop you from believing that God wants you to go to the next level. He wants to bless you super abundantly not because for you to enjoy it but because God's desire that many and a nation, an entire nation will be blessed through you. So it's not thinking you will have an advantage over someone. No! If the Lord had made you to have an advantage over someone, it's because the Lord wants you to become a blessing over someone. Not to drive them away from God, hindi para ipagtaboy ang ating kapwa, lalong ang mga hindi sila itataboy palayo sa No! Ang blessing na binibigay ng Panginoon sa atin para mag, maghatak ng mga tao sa Panginoon. Now, let's go to the first requirement. Let's go to the first demand. In order for us to go, how many of you are believing for double favor? Double blessing? Double grace? Double anointing? Double power? Double wisdom? We all needed the double because the first is not enough. Hindi po sapat ang isang isang fold, one fold is not enough. We need to have double. And if you already have the double, then you need, it's about time for you to believe for the triple. Hey, Pastor Tom, wala na hangganan. Yes! You go from glory to glory. You go from increase to increase. You go from multiplication to multiplication. And there is no shortcut to it. You don't wake up one day and say, I got it! No! You work your way, especially in your thinking, especially in your mindset, especially in your way of perception. There's no shortcut to going to the next level of God's favor. So here's what what we need to do because it is required of us. Number one, We have to walk uprightly. We have to walk uprightly. Well, Pastor Tom, if I walk uprightly, I'll be the only one. Listen to me. Wrong does not become right because everybody else is doing it. And right does not become wrong because you are the only one doing it. And can you imagine, if you are the only one in a group of people, Sabi natin, 300 group ng ikaw lamang mag upright. Obviously, the favor of God will be so clear, malinaw na ang biyaya ng Panginoon na makikita sa buhay mo. But if you're going to compromise, then, Everybody else will miss seeing the favor of the Lord. And you know what? Kung sino ang mananagot who will give an account? It will not be the unbeliever co-workers mo. It would be you. Because you were responsible to be able to show them the favor of God. The ang favor ni God is not just for you. What does it mean to walk uprightly? Well, to walk uprightly means to walk in righteousness. We've studied this lesson, and we talk about there are two kinds of righteousness. One is God's, and then the second is man's. But we also talk about there's another kind. There are another two kinds of righteousness, which is one is imputed righteousness, and then the second one is fulfilled righteousness. The imputed righteousness is the one that was freely given to us by God. You did nothing to become righteous. Wala kang ginawa para ikaw ay maging matuwid. Doing some righteous thing does not necessarily make you righteous. Because to be righteous means accepting or receiving the free gift from God through Jesus Christ. Because the Bible says Jesus knew no sin. Yet He became sin for us so that we might become the righteousness of God. In Him. Ang katuwiran natin ay hindi sa ating sarili. Dahil tayo, hindi dahil tayo mabait na tao, hindi dahil matuwid tayo na tao, ang katuwiran natin ay dahil kay Kristo. That is imputed into us. We were sinners, but not anymore we become the righteousness of God. But the second one, the second kind of righteousness is the fulfilled, which is, you live your life that way. Kasi, kasi kasi naman, Paano mo sasabihin na matuwid ka? Pariyas, meron akong, meron kong nabasa na isang pastor. Alam ko, meron siyang pinatatamaan. Dahil, siguro, meron nag yun sa kanya, na ibuto natin ito dahil matuwid siyang tao. Well, wala isa, wala, isa sa, atin, wala sa atin ay matuwid magmula kay Adan. The Bible says, no one is righteous, no not one. So, sabi ng pastor na ito, kung siya'y naniniwala na siya'y matuwid, pagkatapos ay hinahatulan niya ang kanyang kapwa-kandidato sa kanilang mga kasalanan, matuwid pa ba siya? I don't know if you know kung sino kanya, pero ako alam ko kung sino kanyang pinapos. Kasi yun, yun ang kanilang, Yun ang sinasabi ng maraming mga kristyano. Ibuto natin siya dahil matuwid siya. Matuwid niya siya pero sa kanyang kampanya, hindi ba siya naninira? Sa kanyang kampanya, hindi ba niya, hindi ba niya ina-isolate at single out ang mga magnanakaw na kanyang ipapakulong? Samantalang wala namang ninakaw ang kandidato ito sa kanya, hindi po ako na actually ang sumulat yan sa Facebook ay yung famous one of the famous pastors He's pastor in one of the biggest church in, in Metro Manila and of course I would not comment pero ako because if we believe that we are the righteousness of God it has to be fulfilled with our practice basahin natin samahan niyo ako sa 1 John chapter three verse seven to ten so kung yun lamang ang dahilan na kaya mo ibubuot ang kandidatong ito dahil siya ay matuwid. pagkatapos sa kanyang kampanya nilibot niya ang buong Pilipinas ulas sa kanyang kinokampanya kundi laban sa taong kanyang kalaban sa katunggali at iniisa-isa ang kasalanan ng taong ito Samantalang hindi naman ang taong ito ang siyang may gawa Ang kanya namang First John chapter 3 verse 7 Kung uitatawagan ng Panginoon sa politika ako'y kakandidato hindi para talunin ang kalaban ko Ako ay gagawin para matulungan ang bayan ko. Twink. Hindi ako gagawin din at para tululin kong kalaban ko tatakbo ako para matulungan ko ang bayan ko. Awaken your people. Ha! Gisingin mo kami, Lord. Hindi Lapan ng kapwa Pilipino. We're not fighting against each other. Our nation is in the brink of doom and gloom, but this has to arise. But we cannot expect help from the outside. The help must come from the Lord, and the help will come through the church in the nation. First John chapter 3, verse 7 to 10. Little children, let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness is righteous. Just as he is righteous. What does a righteous man practice? Righteousness. So if we say we have the righteousness of God, or we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, then what are we supposed to practice? Righteousness. Is being judgmental righteousness? Is being critical righteousness? Hello? Don't tell me you are are righteous, yet your mouth is filled with judgment and criticism against others. No one de- let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness is righteous. Just as he is righteous. He who sins is of the devil. For the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested. That he might destroy the works of the devil. Whoever has been born of God. To be born of God means to be born again. How many of you are born again? How many of you have been born of God? To be born of God, whoever has been born of God, look at this. Whoever has been born of God does not sin. Oh, but Pastor, I don't think that that does that's, that, that's mean Nah, I do not sin. Well, I mean, some people actually are using other translations to get away from the previous translation because it pricks their heart. I, I, I just have to believe that if the Word of God says, anybody who's born of God does not sin, I just have to believe that that's me. Hindi ako pwedeng mag-excuse, well, ako lamang marupok, madaling malimot. Because if I was born of God, I should not sin. Now, does it mean I have to live my life perfectly? No. But, even when I sin, that does not change my nature and so I will not allow my sin to rule and reign or to dictate my walk with Him. Sometimes we think because we are righteousness, we, we, we do not sin. Well, if you are the righteousness of God, and being the righteousness of God does not necessarily stop you from sinning, just like the grace of God. Kung ikaw may grace God, it does not stop you from sinning. But it can stop you from keeping or living your life in sin. If you would listen to it. Whoever has been born of God does not sin. For his seed remains in him. He cannot sin. Because he has been born of God. In this, the children of God and the children of the devil. You see, we look at, by what election nothing, we always look at it as fight between colors. We always look at it as a fight between political parties. I mean, we are being deceived. Because there's only one major part in the world. There's, there's only one major fight in the world. That is the fight between evil and good. And that's why sometimes, because we, could, we could not find candidates who are good, what we say, we would, resort, we would resort to, well, let's vote for them because they are lesser evil. I mean, a lesser evil does not guarantee that a nation will prosper. Because the Word of God says only righteousness will exalt a nation. And sin is a reproach. It doesn't say small sin, big sin. It doesn't say original sin, mortal sin, cardinal sin, venial sin. No, sin is a reproach. So, if sin is a reproach, then how can a nation be exalted? How can a nation prosper just because we have voted Eliezer Evo? Ipasuto mo lang kasi mahanap, kundi mga Eliezer Evo. Well, kung wala kang mahanap, bumoto ka pa rin, pero huwag mong iasa na ang pag-exalt ng ating bansa, ang pag ng ating bansa, pag-asinsa ng ating bansa ay dahil sa binoto mo. Or dahil nanalo ang ibinoto mo. again, Righteousness will exalt a nation. And this is revealed, ang eleksyon ay palaging nagpapakita yung kampo ng Panginoon at ang kampo ng jablo At ang malungkot dito, na imbis na magiging solido ang kampo ng Panginoon, ay, ang iba ay pumapanig pa sa kampo ng jablo. Dahil hindi naman pwedeng ikaw ay pumagitna. Pero ito, it is revealed. Sabi dito, in this the children of God and the children of the devil are manifest. How are they manifest? Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is he who does not love his brother. It manifests. Nahahayag. Nakikita. Who is of God. I mean, sa ating bansa, there are lots of people that would claim they are children of God. But, are they really? Now I, I'm not going to be judgmental. But the Bible says, your practice will tell. Yung ugalim. I think when this candidate had started attacking his fellow candidate once, he should have stopped already. But the problem is, ilang araw na ang campaign, parihas pa rin, that means it becomes a practice. If he did it once, acceptable pa, katanggap-tanggap pa. Pero sa kada kampanya na lamang at sa kada interview, ay yun ang kanyang sinasabi at mayroong pinapasaringan na kalaban katunggali. I mean, that's not Righteousness. Oh, but Pastor Tom, if he becomes the president, he might change. So as the others believe that if they become president, they will change. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God. It's not doing something once. It's not saying something once. It is doing something over and over and over. Saying something over. That is your practice. And if your practices are not aligned with righteousness, then we are committing an abomination. We are using the name of the Lord in vain. When was the church become judgmental? When was the church became critical? When was the church became unforgiving? When was the church started hating a brother? There was none. Because you know what? Because if the church represents righteousness, no matter what others had done against you, you are still willing to forgive them hindi ka pwedeng tumakbo out of hate at mas lalong hindi ka pwedeng bumuto out of kin- i mean yung balot sa lunes ay i cross mo pagkatapos ang i-shade mo lang doon yung gusto it will be declared null and void dahil sa galit mo ito 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 <laughs> ninakaw ang kaban ng bayan Kailan pa when did the church start being resentful Kailan pang pa church naging bitter Kailan pang pa church nag, nagkimkim ng put at galit over somebody else If righteousness Will truly exalt the nation? Then we cannot accept, we cannot expect that from any politicians or anybody running for office, because kung saan aasahan, kung saan aasahan ang righteousness that will exalt the nation, it should come from the church. So simple mga butanti na katulad natin. Genesis chapter six. To walk or live uprightly means to keep a pure of heart. It means having a rectitude of life. When you are upright, your heart is in conformity and your life is in conformity to divine law. Ang puso mo ay naaayon hindi lamang po sa ligang batas kundi sa mga batas na galing sa Diyos. Genesis chapter 6 verse 7 to 9. Let me read it from the Amplified Classic. Here's another disorder and chaos that took place. Pwede natin sabihin, we are in the midst of disorder and chaos. I've heard Brother Jerry saying, we might have experienced some disorders and chaos in the past two years. He said, listen to me. What is about to happen is much greater. We don't want to hear that. Ayaw natin marinig yan dahil hindi tayo sanay. Kinatatakutan natin ang chaos. Kinatatakutan natin ang disorder. Kinatatakutan natin, natin ng kaguluhan. At ang dahilan kung bakit tayo natatakot, dahil wala tayong alam sa ipinangako ng Panginoon patungkol sa kung anong pwedeng mangyari sa atin kahit yung tayo ay nasa kalagitnaan nito. But I can guarantee you, if you know that God has promised you, He has promised you to protect you, He has promised you to shield you, He has promised you to canopy you, Surround you. If God has promised you that he will be your shield. He will be your refuge. He will you, He will be your backler. He will be your defender. He will be your strong tower. Let me tell you. I, I mean whatever disorder. Whatever chaos. Whatever trouble may come my way. I am not in any way be afraid. Because the Lord is with me. But when people begin to be afraid. It could be because they have forgotten that the Lord has been with them. Verse 7. So the Lord said, I will destroy, blot out, and wipe away mankind. Whom I have created from the face of the ground, not only man, but even the beasts and the creeping things and the birds of the air. For it grieves me and makes me regretful that I have made them. But look at the next verse. You see, God was determined to destroy. God was determined to judge. Now listen to me. It's not going to happen as long as the church is here. Judgment will never happen as long as the church is here. So nobody should say, because of the pandemic, God is judging mankind. Because of the, another pandemic that may come, no, that's not judgment. As a matter of fact, it is a means wherein the goat and the sheep could be separated. The wit and the tares will be separated. The wise virgins and the foolish virgins will be separated. So it, but it's not judgment. Because everyone will be given the opportunity. Na magin part ng ship, part ng wit, maging part ng wise. Binibigyan tayo ng pagkakatong. So God was ready to wipe out all mankind, not just men, but including the beast and all other creeping things. But the next verse says. But Noah found grace. When this disorder comes? because the word 20 means "open hand." The words 20 I mean not, the number 20 means "open hand. Number 22 means disorder and chaos. This year is 2022. There will be disorders and chaos. But with the hand of God open to us, you have nothing to fear. Everything is going to be okay. Everything is going to be well with you. But the Lord Himself must find you having favor. But Noah found grace or favor in the eyes of the Lord. Why did God found grace? Isn't isn't the grace comes from the Lord? Why did He found grace on Noah? Well, Noah was known for only one thing. Kung mayroon pagkakakilala na si Noah ay kilalang kilala sa buong mundo. Alam ko na ano, ano to? Hindi po o well, ilpasot ang kilalang kilala siya na siya ang nagtayo ng arko. No, that's not what. Hindi. He might be known for that. But that there is one main thing that Noah was, was very known for, which the scripture tells us: He is a preacher of righteousness. Now, why would you call somebody a preacher of righteousness if he does, he does not walk in righteousness? What right do I have to tell you to stop smoking? If you see me smoking myself. Why, what right do I have to reprimand you that you are not tithing, but I myself is not even tithing? The reason why he was called preacher of righteousness is because he was, he was living his life righteously. As a matter of fact, the Word of God says, if you would continue to read. In verse 9 it says, this is the history of the generations of Noah. Look at this. Noah was a just and a righteous man. Would it be known about you? Would your vote exceed it that you are a just man or you're a righteous man? Would your vote exhibit that you have been bought? Ikaw ay nabayaran ng sinasabi, I don't know, in, dito hindi ko masyado narinig, doon sa probinsya ay mayroong tatlo is sampung libo. Dahil magkakamag-anak sa isang tikit, kung ibubuto silang tatlo, pamilya mo ay may sampung libo. Ipasotong ikaw ba naman sa katayuan ko? Kailangan ko ng pera. Listen to me. Anong mararating ng sampung libo? Gaano kalayo? Anong mabibili ng sampung libo? Would it be known all throughout this city that you are a just man? You are a righteous man because you have not sold your vote? Bo- your Hindi mo bininta yung boto. Binigyan ka ng kilo ng bigas. Noah was a just and righteous man. Well, it does not actually mean just man. He was not just a just man. Yun hindi po ibig sabihin. Actually, in expound lang because to be just actually means to be righteous. Ibig sabihin. He was blameless. He did not conform himself to the world. Blameless in his evil generation. Noah walked in habitual fellowship with God. One of the requirements that we would walk and we we know we all know that the whole world was wiped out during Noah's generation. And yet him and his entire family was saved. Listen to me. The chaos might happen. The disorder might happen. But if God will found favor on you and on your family, you will be okay. You will be saved. So do not fear about the disorder. Do not fear about the chaos. Do not fear about the virus. Do not fear about the pandemic. The Lord is greater than all of it and He said I'm going to walk with you but but your part must be he must you must be found upright, righteous and just Psalms 5 verse 12 actually na natin ito but this bears repeating for you O Lord will bless the righteous. What will God do to the righteous? Anong gagawin ng sa mga righteous? And that's why, there's no way the devil can curse you. If you have the righteousness of God and you are walking righteously, there is no power in hell that can curse you. You are blessed. Hey, but Pastor Tom, if I am blessed in, Bakit wala akong pambili ng pang almusal? Well, you might be blessed, you might be righteous because Christ has made you righteous. But are you practicing righteousness? Because the Word of God said, let, let me quote what David said, I have been young and now I'm old. I've never seen a righteous man. we'll get to that verse but masahin muna natin to tapusin natin ang 5:12 for you O lord will bless the righteous what god will do to the righteous how many righteous people do we have here today god said i will bless you it's it's not it's not a blessing na pagka mayron kang narinig na humatchi, bless you or hindi po ito blessing na pagka umalis ka na nagkita kayo may merong bumisita sa iyo alis na sa God bless you. No, that's not what it means. Because to be blessed means to be empowered to succeed. To be blessed means to to be empowered to prosper. You've got the power. And you might say, oh, the power is of God. Now the power was given to us. And that's why Ephesians 3.20 says, Our God is able to do exceedingly abundantly. Above what we can ask or think or imagine or pray, according to the power that is within us. The power is not from heaven; it's not in heaven. The power is within you. You've got the power. God has given us the power to prosper. God has given us the power to succeed, even in times of crisis, even in difficult times. naman humihina ang kapangyarihan So let's go to the scripture that David said. I have been young. I think it's in Psalms thirty-seven. Psalm 37 verse 25. I have been young and now I'm old. You see, it could be one generation, three generation, or four gener- It does not matter how many generation, but it could be many, multiple generation. He said, I have been young and now I'm old, yet have not seen the righteous forsaken. How many, how many of you have felt That in the past more than two years, more than two years, you have felt that the Lord had never forsaken you. Listen to me if the Lord had forsaken me the past two years, I would be gone. I would not be here anymore. I would not be able to fulfill that which He had called me to fulfill. But the hand of God was so obvious in my life. And to me, it tells me that He had not forsaken me. And He is not going to forsake me. I've never felt I have been abandoned by God. People might have abandoned me. But the Lord had never abandoned me. Yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken. Nor His descendants begging bread. Listen to me. I was contemplating the other day when I've seen an advertisement, although it was not the first time, I've seen it before, concerning four peace. Right? party list ang four peace? And people are rejoicing because the poor will now be represented in Congress. The Lord spoke to me and said, I mean, it may not be different to other people, but the Lord spoke to me. You know what? That party list is anti poor. That's what the Lord told me. That party list, the four piece. We maybe some of you are recipient of that four piece, but that is anti poor. You know what? Because four piece will only tell you to rely on the government, but never rely on God. Because if you're going to rely on God, you will have more than what the government can give you. So the government wants to keep you that way. He wants, the government wants to stay you poor so that they can control your vote. Because when you are a free man, you can vote for anyone you want. if you are beholden, if you if you nakatanggap ng four-piece, Kahit ang hindi mo gustong ibuto, ibubuto mo na lang dahil mayroon ka. You're not a free man. How can you set a nation free when you yourself is not even free? Sister Brenda leads the Holy Ghost Blast last Wednesday. She said something. Anong Anong yung binanggit mo? How can, I mean a restored nation, I mean a restored person can only be, how did you say it? Ang isang bansa para ma-restore ay magagawala mang sa pamagitan ng isang taong restored. So if ikaw ay hindi restored, how can you expect a nation to be restored? Kung hindi ka malaya, how can you expect a nation to be free? Listen to me. Our freedom, our restoration begins with us. In Jesus. And that's why we need to start believing that God and only God ang ating tinitingnan na ng ating pangilangan. I mean, you know what? I know a church this is what they really do. Many of their members actually are relying on suporta ng gobyerno. Kada buwan, Kaya hindi na kailangan magtrabaho. How many of you know that is anti-poor? Kung ikaw ay tinuturuan na hindi ka na magtrabaho, that's anti-poor because every human being are supposed to work. Dahil alam nothing. all throughout the book of Proverbs, you never find anybody being blessed na lazy. Wala kang mahanap na tamad at batugan na tao na pinagpala ng Diyos. Na kung, kung tutukuyin, ang purpose na natatanggap ng maraming mga pamilya ay doon sa tong it's na pupunta. Dahil mayroong parating sa susunod na buwan, eh, ibusin na lang doon sa tong it's. That's why it's anti-poor. And then you mga up, yay! We will, we will now be represented in Congress. No, you are not. Listen to me, God does not, if you are poor today, that's okay, but the Lord does not want you to stay poor because, I mean, David said, he had never seen a righteous man. Are you righteous? He had never a righteous man forsaken nor his descendants begging bread. You know what? This church that I know, if I'm not a pastor, I probably would would make myself available and be a part of this church. Because every single one that they reach out, bawat isa na mga tao na nasa Gito, nasa poorest of the poor na area na na-reach out nila, na dalawa sa church. Almost all of them, before umabot sila ng three years being a member of the church, almost all of them, will set free. Anong tawag dyan? Coupon? May tawag dyan eh. May tawag dyan sa Amerika. Yung, tataga, bibigyan ka lang ng stop. Bibigyan ka lang ng coupon. Pagkatapos, pupunta ka na kung saan para para kunin mo ang yung supply para sa isang buong buwan. Hindi ka lang trabaho, May pagkain ng pamilya. I mean, every single one of them who became part of the church for three years were set free from depending on the government. Many of them had started owning their own business who previously think impossible, hindi, po, hindi, hindi, hindi mangyayari, and particularly because of their color, because of their education. And not only that, almost all of them had their own business or find a job, but many of them actually are now multi-millionaires. Yan tunay na partido na kailangan natin salihan. Walang talo. But ang requirement on our part is walking uprightly, living a righteous life. For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous with favor. You will surround him as with a shield. Psalms 34, verse 17. Psalms 34, verse 17. The righteous cry out. How many of you are crying out for something? I mean, there's a cry deep within my heart. I'm crying out for something. The righteous cry out. What does the Lord do? He hears. He hears. Listen to me. If you have been crying out, you might think that the Lord is not listening to you. You might think that heaven is not hearing you. But the Word of God says, the righteous cry out, the Lord hears. Let me tell you this. The Lord is hearing your cry. The Lord is hearing your prayer. You see we're in difficult times yes we cannot deny it there is an impending chaos and disorders that's going to happen but as you cry and the Lord hears you it says and delivers them out of how much your trouble all of their troubles so We should all come to a point where I do not care. The devil can bring it on, but I am not going to be afraid because I know that the Lord will deliver me out of my trouble. How much of the trouble that the Lord is willing and able to deliver you out from? All. Come on, somebody say all. So, in fact, we need to challenge the devil. I mean, devil, is this the only thing you can do? Ito, it, ito na bang mong baraha? Well, hindi ako magugulat if this is your last card because I know you might be laughing now but the, the last laugh will be mine. Ang huling tatawa ay ako at hindi ikaw. The righteous cry out and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. Now, listen to me. You don't have to wait for another trouble to come because... There are some of you today are in the midst of trouble. As we partake of the communion, I would like you to believe, just as we would join our faith with yours, that you are going to be delivered out of your trouble. I do not necessarily know what exactly your troubles are, but it could be a trouble of finances. It could be trouble of family relationship. It could be a trouble of your physical body. It could be a trouble of so many other things, but... If you're going to release your faith today, we're going to join our faith with you. As we partake of the communion, something will be delivered. Some, some of you will be delivered. Some, somebody will be set free. The power of God is in this place. I believe it so. And I believe that the, the power of God, once the power of God is present, it is there to do something. You have been too associated with trouble. That your friends, your acquaintances, they almost change your name and start calling you Mister Trouble. But that's not going to happen, because the Lord will deliver you out from all of your trouble. You see, sometimes when you are too much in pain, I mean, some people would call you Mister Pain. But that's not; they cannot change your identity. The devil does not have the right to change your identity. You are who Jehovah says you are. And Jehovah says you are the healed of the Lord. And Jehovah says you are the delivered of the Lord. And Jehovah says you are the the blessed of the Lord. And Jehovah says you are the favored of the Lord. And Jehovah says you are the prosperous of the Lord. And so do not let the trouble change your identity because you are who Jehovah says you are. Let's partake of the communion with boldness and confidence knowing That as you cry to the Lord today, as you cry out to the Lord today, the Lord Himself will deliver you out of all your trouble. Thank you for listening to our podcast. To stay connected, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or even at our website, newlifesantarosa.com. This is Pastor Tom Molina. Join us again next time. We love you. Bye-bye.